The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. Sounds like our transmitter's still on low power. That's my favorite Aaron Tippin song. And uh, he's coming to town with Colin Ray at Alberta Bear Theater on September 15th. And I, I don't even know if the guy's still alive, but uh, my dad was my first program director that I worked for. But the second guy was a guy named Jack Smith who called me into his office because I wasn't following the prescribed playlist. And he said, Wilson, you can't just walk into a radio station and play only songs you like. And 40 years later, I laughed. <laughs> well, you know, you kind of can, actually. Really a nice morning. Coolest morning we've had in a while. 53 degrees, driving in. Well, I meant to play this call from the, uh, we picked our first Emily Pennington scholarship winner last week. And those hours are important. We've had a we've had a running joke for many years for our coworkers. I like you, and you seem like a nice person. But if you're between us and that door at nine fifty five, you're still gonna get hurt. Because <laughs> when we're done, we're done. That's it. We're going home. Had John Ostlin and Tim Goodridge in last week to give their perspective on what's going on with the talk about privatization of Metro Park. Another commissioner, Don Jones, comes in this Wednesday. Article in the paper this morning. Uh, the interim general manager, Tim Goodridge, and he talked about this when he was in with us, sees Metro Park performing better now than it has in 40 years. But do you know who works here? The county prick. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) And the county prick said, well, we've never made money in 40 years. Why the hell not? And they said, well, that's uh, that's not the mission statement that the county commissioners have given them. Now, this year, apparently, it's the least it's ever cost us to have Metro Park. And it's supposed to benefit for money coming into the community for for shopping, for restaurants, for hotels, and a place for four H'ers. So we'll get uh, we'll get Don Jones' perspective on Wednesday. And being a county commissioner and having a having an opinion and a perspective on what you think is right, Paul and I can relate to that a little bit. Let me tell you something. Let me give you a phrase I've heard a thousand times when I've out bars, restaurants, golf courses. Well, I agree with about 99% of what you guys say, but on this one particular deal, you just don't know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> or or we think differently. It happens, even on people that agree on most of it. Paul and, Paul and I don't agree. It's a talk show. That's right. It's, it's not 100%. But unlike a marriage, you can't ever, you don't get to have your own opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's pretty simple to me. If you have a facility, if you have a facility like Metro Park, a big recreational venue, and it, folks, if it is completely paid for, it's completely paid for. Mm-hmm. The grounds, the buildings, everything is paid for, and you get tax ta- uh, tax uh, dollars to help supplement it also. It should be making a profit. If you have a building or a lot in Billings, you own the lot. You own the building. It's paid for. You should be able to make it. Right. You should be able to. Because, folks, if they couldn't do it, they'd be out of business. They they can't keep going back to the well and getting taxpayer dollars to say, well... We had a bad year. Uh, 
And so we need tax dollars to keep us afloat. Great. No one can do that, though, in the private sector. No one. And I don't want to hear, I, folks, I don't, like, I don't like it when they say, but you don't understand the economic impact. Yes, I do. Yeah. But, but we're, not, we're not in the business of trying to provide an economic impact for only a couple businesses, hotels and restaurants. Right. Why did we pick them that we needed just that group to benefit from a recreational center? And like the point I brought up, after all, agriculture in Yellowstone County is a far bigger industry than our entertainment industry is. Right. And the county doesn't put millions and millions of dollars to help the ag producers in the county. Mm -hmm. Or I'll give you another one. The medical corridor in Billings. Look at the money that our medical corridor brings into Yellowstone County with our hospitals, our clinics, our specialty offices, everyone. It brings in hundreds of millions, way more than our recreational facility does. And yet, the county doesn't pump millions of tax dollars into those industries. No. Why Why aren't you trying to help those industries? We, hmm? we owe you music. We don't owe you food. Right. <laughs> why, why don't you help that? That's hundreds of millions of dollar industry. Why don't you help them? Agriculture. Why don't you help agriculture? That's a huge industry. The banking industry in Billings. We, you know, we have a big financial center here. We have big banks, big lenders, big investment firms here. You're not, you're not giving them any tax dollars to help their industry. If they bring in jobs. Look at the jobs that the medical corridor, that the agricultural sector create, all of that. Nope. We need to pump millions of tax dollars into a venue that would help bars and restaurants. Why? Why that one? Why that one and not others? Look, the sugar beet factory could you sure sure use some help? Yeah. How about how about our oil and gas industries, folks? You don't think that Exxon and Senex and Conoco, you don't think they pump hundreds of millions of dollars into our economy? Look at their payrolls. Yeah. Look at the taxes that they give to schools. But the county doesn't pump millions of dollars into their businesses either nope nope you have to understand the impact that bars and restaurants have that's where we're going to pump the money in to help them in these times in these days that scenario has to be over Mm -hmm. and you can't keep asking people senior citizens especially people on limited incomes to keep funding the success of a bar and a restaurant out there through tax dollars you just can't anymore i know you want them to we would all hey we all wish it was nothing but roses out there right but you just can't and so if you have a venue like metro park that is completely paid for that is doesn't owe a nickel on any building out there nothing they have to pay for the operational expenses the upkeep the labor insurance power all right, just like any other business in town has to do. All right, and they do 350 events a year. Those events have to make it pay. If not, 
you have to look at what? Uh, you look at the management. That's what you look at with any business. Uh, I, I look at it in my business. My problem is nobody has fired in my business the manager yet. <laughs> and yesterday, folks, as I was under a 1989 Volvo Semi with an L10 Cummins pulling out a 110-pound starter between the frame of the truck and the engine block with no room to spare, I said, I wish somebody would fire that manager's ass <laughs> as I struggled for hours getting that out of there. But uh, that's, that's the things that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. And it should be looked at. And nobody should be scorned. Look, folks, nobody should be ridiculed, should be admonished, whatever you want to say, for looking at whether or not we have a better way to manage something and, and the end result would be a better facility, a better service, and a better deal for the taxpayers. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with looking at it. Right. At all. Nothing wrong with looking at it at all. We all do it with our own budgets. Mark and I do it. Mm-hmm. I go through, I went my, through my direct, direct TV bill the other day, and I am... I am scratching, I am cutting, I'm cutting the recording thing. The, oh, yeah, the Devo, TiVo. Yeah. I don't record anything. No. I got two TVs on. I don't record anything. That's like, it was like $9.50 a month. That's mm-hmm. 100 bucks a year, and I don't record anything. Right. I'm cutting it. I'm, I'm doing better management of what I already have. Right. Like, those, like we all do. Those TVs are paid for. Yeah. I'm cutting it. Nothing wrong with that. Well, what about 4-H kids? I love 4-H kids. Mm -hmm. We've helped 4-H kids for years here at our station. Mark and I have been involved in numerous things. Great. I get it. They need a place to have their sale. I got it. We could still do that. As I said, the buildings are already there. We've talked about in the past about how the fair has to be reinvented. You have lost so many customers and so many people. Well, because even if you haven't been there in 10 years, nothing's changed. You've been there. Yeah. $12 just to get in. Just to get in to a county facility. What your taxpayers, taxpayer dollars are supplementing to keep open. That's wrong. You can get in free to the Home Improvement Show. You get in free to that. Mm-hmm. They have to rent the facility. Right. They have to set it up. They pay for that kind of stuff. You get in free for that. You get in free when there's a concert. You don't have to pay to get into the grounds before you go into the concert. No. You pay for what's in the building. You pay for the entertainment being offered at the public facility. Mm-hmm. You pay to see the Eagles. You're paying the Eagles to perform. You're not paying to get into the building. But at Metro Park, if you want to ride a ride, which you would pay for, you got to pay to get in to get to the ride <laughs> and then pay for the ride. That's a great point. It makes no sense. They they have a bunch of food vendors down there, all lined up, ready to go. You want to go there and you want to eat at night. You want funnel cakes and and sandwiches and all kinds of stuff but you got to pay to get to the places that sell it to you right 
makes no sense. Mm-mm. They have to reinvent the fair. Have to reinvent it. All of these things have to be reinvented and looked at differently in the year 2022 than the way we used to run it in 1950. Right. Uh, look at Bozeman's Fair. Same thing. You know, Bozeman's free. Mm-hmm. So we'll discuss that a little more Wednesday. You're watching the weather down in Florida today. The next, the next step in our mission to space, the Artemis program. Going to launch a rocket today with a lunar module on it. We'll land on the moon, that kind of thing. Um, so we can send somebody back to the moon by 2025. Yeah, I don't know why. Um, We've been there once. Mm-hmm. It's like my dad. My mom asked him if he wanted to go to Europe. He said, I was there in the 40s. I don't need to go back. <laughs> so that's kind of how I am about Las Vegas. Yeah, see, you know, same thing. I was there. I understand I got some new buildings, but yeah, eh. seen it, been there, done that. Um, unless there is some strategic military or significant reason to go, I, I don't know. Uh, just because we can, they want to go to Mars. Great. Uh, I'm not living there. I know that, uh, you know, the last astronaut that was up there, he played golf. Mark couldn't hit anything on the moon either. Uh, God, you'd wait forever for a shot to come down up there. A lot of sand. Yeah, I I don't want to play there. Probably wouldn't like it. Uh, $93 billion or something. Good Lord. Yeah, I know. They released the information or some of it on the Trump raid last week. Uh, as we were leaving and uh, it's uh, it's obviously a joke it's a, they're going after a political foe that's all they're doing mm-hmm. uh, well we what we got in there we found some classified documents and a top secret document president's allowed to have them mm-hmm. he can take what he wants he's been working with the agency to give them back anything they want for the national archives they visited the place numerous times you he locked things all of that all they're doing is going after a political foe the crooked fbi and folks let me ask you this how do we this is a question i would love to ask them how do we know that george bush Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Clinton, Hillary Clinton. How do we know that they don't have top secret documents around if we don't raid their homes? Yeah. Hmm. How do we know? How do we know if they have them or not? If we don't raid their homes. Now, we we haven't raided them, have we? No. No. First president in history. We knew what Hillary had. We know what Bill Clinton has. All kinds of things that he wanted no one to see. George Bush, he may have some things on Afghanistan, some some intel or something that he kept classified and he took with him. How do we know they don't still have that if we don't raid their homes? Hmm? Why aren't we raiding their homes to see if they have some classified information? Remember Sandy Berger, the guy that stuffed all those documents in his pants? Mm -hmm. Are you a drink-slinging, food-serving expert? Then the Blue Cat Bar and Grill wants to talk to you. If you're an experienced bartender that doesn't drink on shift, great in the kitchen, a team player, and can think on your feet, this is the job for you. There's day, night, and weekend shifts available. The Blue Cat Bar and Grill, small-town hospitality that feels like home. It's a lot like being at Cheers. Apply today at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill, 139 Northern Avenue in Huntley. Ask for Pam or Randy. Under the Clinton administration and left, 
They were crooked as a ram's horn, Hillary and Bill both. How do we know they don't have secret documents? How do we know there's nothing in Bill Clinton's homes about the Jeffrey Epstein case? Hmm? Or something in in Hillary's home about uranium gate. Remember she sold 20% of the enriched uranium to the Soviet Union to Russia. How do we know? And she destroyed her servers and everything trying to get rid of it so they couldn't get it. How do we know that she's not holding something if we don't raid her home? Right. Nope. We're only going to raid one. We're going to raid the one from a president who's just left 18 months ago. We're raiding that one, not raiding the other ones. And they could possibly still have them. There's only one thing to do, and that's raid them. There's only one thing to do with all Americans is to have the FBI raid your home. If you're an opponent, if you have a different political belief, if they're trying to intimidate you, you raid their home like they did with Manafort and all these other guys who work for President Trump. Pulled them out in handcuffs and leg shackles and these guys don't even have a record. They raided them. They don't raid the home. Why don't they raid the home of Mark Zuckerberg Mm. or raid the home of Bill Gates? Why, we already know some crooked stuff about them. Has Hunter Biden's home been raided yet? No. How about Jim Biden? Hmm? Joe Biden's brother, who was also on the take with China and the Russian oligarch. We, and we know now. Have they raided their homes yet? No. And why is the FBI in the business of raiding homes and only against certain political foes? Hmm? That should scare everybody. Well, it would if they were raiding their guys. Right. They're not. Did you see that a guy with ties to Jeffrey Epstein died over the weekend, folks? Another one died up in Connecticut over the weekend. That's a coinky dink, isn't it? Because we all know Jeffrey Epstein choked on a piece of liver while he was in prison or something, right? Mm-hmm. Died naturally. This guy dies. He's next. Have we raided the home of Jimmy Carter? Jimmy Carter's still alive. We've never raided his home yet. He may have some things on the Iran-Contra affair, the failed raid that he uh, put together, things on his brother. Remember Billy Carter? He may have. How do we know none of these people are retaining these documents if we don't raid their homes? Nope. We're only going to raid one. Raid one. At all cost. How come we haven't raided the home of the former FBI director? The former FBI director, James Comey, who worked with the Obama administration. Have we raided Barack Obama's home? Can you imagine what he has? Mm -hmm. We haven't raided his home or one of them. No, we haven't raided his home at all. James Comey, you know, they planted FBI agents in the Trump campaign, folks. We know all this. This is black and white. Why haven't we raided their homes to get the information that we need? Don't know. You think Barack Obama has any information and things on Benghazi? Remember what happened in Benghazi? Do you think he's got that information from Intel? They knew what was going on, the requests that came in for help and them denying it because of the election? You think he took that kind of stuff with him? How are we going to know if we don't raid his home? Nope. We're going to raid one. How many of you, for all of you Trump haters out there that couldn't, couldn't stand him the arrogant bastard tweeted all this stuff wealthy stuff how many of you then if you believe that think that donald trump when he left the white house packed his own boxes cleaned out his drawers and put stuff oh here's my favorite memento from benjamin netanyahu and put it in a box how many of you think donald trump packed all of that 
put no. all of his mementos and souvenirs and 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 uh, put the classifieds here. And how many of you think that man packed anything in that White House? He didn't, Mark. He didn't pack one thing. No, it's going to look a lot like my next move. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Fellas, get everything in boxes. Don't break the plates. He didn't pack any of that. None of it. None. Political theater. It's what it is. How come we haven't raided the home of Chuck Schumer? Chuck Schumer publicly threatened the lives of our Supreme Court justices, Gorsuch and Kavanaugh. That's right. In front of a microphone, threatening them. They will pay the ultimate price. Why haven't we raided Chuck Schumer's home to see if he was in the works or dealing with anybody behind the scenes to try to kill Brett Kavanaugh? Because we had an assassination attempt. Isn't that important enough to raid his home? Hmm? We're not raiding his home. Mm -mm. What about old uh, Ding Dong there who was... uh, who was laying at the Fang Fang, the Chinese spy. He's on the Intelligence Committee for the United States. Uh-huh. Why didn't we raid his home to see if he had any top secret documents at home that for everyone he showed, she took off an article of clothing? And then if he really showed one that was top secret, that's when the fireworks would start. Uh-huh. Wait, did we ever raid his home, Mark? No. Nope. No. Never raided his home, did we, folks? Nope. But you know whose home we raided? We raided President Trump, who had the world at bay. We had peace in this world while he was president. We raided his home. But this isn't political. <laughs> this isn't political at all, folks. No, it's just a matter of obstruction or doing what's right. Everybody is treated the same under the law, except for one person, President Trump. President Trump is the only one that is not treated the same under the law. All the other presidents were, all the other aforementioned were, they were all treated the same. No raids, no FBI probes, no no agents spying on them in their home. None. They claim we're all equal and trying to prove it. How do you proving it by not raiding the homes of every other jerk that's been in there that compromised this country? Mm-hmm. You can't defend it. You can't. No. The Dow went down over a thousand points on Friday. And, you know, during the Trump administration, when there was a big drop, 400, 500 points, it was the headline story. Now they barely have time to get those thousand point point drops in at the end of the newscast. Mm -hmm. Oh, and the Dow was down a thousand today. Now let's go over and talk to Cherry and find out what the weather's (laughs) going to be today. You're right. Thousand points. I like the weekends. I get a chance to calm down, get a chance to recharge my batteries. And speaking of recharging the batteries, I'm I'm recharging mine and I'm watching a story about recharging batteries. <laughs> and Mark, <laughs> these people, folks, there is no common sense left in this country when it comes to things like this. You know, the thing in California, all cars have to be electric by 2035. No more gas cars. If you have one, you'll be grandfathered in. But they can't sell them. They won't be able to... None of that. Mm -hmm. So they talked to a guy, an expert, on electric cars over the weekend. 
and uh, the engineers and stuff. These guys were from Tesla, you know, and places like that, the leaders in electronic technology. If all of the of all Americans start buying electric cars like they want in California, we are going to need, are you sitting down for this? We are going to need five times the amount of electricity that we are currently producing. Five times. Now, they're cutting our electric grid capability right now. Coal, natural gas, nuclear. They've, they're eliminating all of it. We can't keep up. We already have blackouts. Can't keep up. As soon as these electric cars start hitting, we're going to need five times more. Five times. Not double, not triple, folks. Five times to keep these charged in the car. They don't know what they're going to do with batteries. The batteries that go bad, they don't know that. Folks, you know you know that there probably isn't a house in America right now. Not one home. I want you to think about this. There probably isn't one home in America that can take on through their through their normal average electrical service that you have in your home that can take on the extra amps needed to charge an electric car. Most homes, and you fo- great folks out there at Mountain Electric and Action Electric and all that, you, you can tell me if I'm wrong or not because I'm, I'm not a certified electrician, but I know what my home is. Most homes have around a 200 amp service in their home, you know, through your box. You got about a 200 amp service. Folks, it takes 80 it takes 80 amps and 80 amp service now to charge a car. That's damn near half of all the service that your home would be capable of doing currently. So the last month or so do I, do I choose between cooling my house and charging my car? You know, 15 20 amps, you know, run an air conditioner, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. 80 to charge a car. Most homes have a 200 amp service or so, right in there, give or take. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. We're not. We don't have the power. You're not set up. Uh, doesn't matter. Save the earth. Mm-hmm. Save the earth when you can't prove it's going to do anything. And when we do that, what will the temperature be? I want them to tell me <laughs> the results of the weather changes because mm-hmm. that's what this is all for. So, what are the weather changes? Do the seas? Do the seas? drop do the glaciers grow do the hurricanes become less powerful do the rivers not flood anymore do the forest fires finally calm down do the temperatures do we finally get 90 inches of snow every year in montana do we never get above 100 degrees more than three days a year what you this is science Mm -hmm. give me what the weather results will be yeah folks When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at roadsideeventcenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D roadsideeventcenter.com we were promised 
We were promised great weather starting back in the 90s with Al Gore. All's we had to do, folks. All's we had to do to save the planet. And there were, hey, hey, ho, ho, leaded gasoline has to go. Hey, hey, ho, ho. Remember the leaded gasoline? Mm-hmm. That was the reason why the world's climate was changing was leaded gasoline. So right. we changed it. We all went to unleaded. Stickers everywhere. Unleaded on the pumps. Unleaded on your car. Unleaded. Great. Unleaded. Finally, back to normal weather. And guess what happened, folks? Back in 1990 and in the 80s. Nothing. It didn't stop it. Worldwide now, everywhere in the world, it's all unleaded. That didn't work. Well, damn it. All right, now what? Okay, folks, here it is. Finally, here's what we're going to do to change the weather. Are you ready? We finally figured it out. We got rid of all the gasoline and that didn't work. Here we go. What's next? R12 refrigerant is ruining the weather. The seas are rising. The glaciers are melting. The te- It's R12, the refrigerant. In refrigerators, freezers, it's ama- It's destroying the planet. Your cars. Okay, great. So we, we got rid of R12. We got rid of R12 and went to R34 and every other R that you pirates like out there. We got rid of all of them. And guess what happened? The planet's weather and the climate, and everything changes every year. Mm -hmm. It still changes. But how could that be, folks? We got rid of R12. Remember, and before that, we got rid of the gasoline. But now we got rid of R12. Well, that didn't work, really. Okay, well, now what? Well, we got to make it illegal for people to take their catalytic converters off of their cars. <laughs> that's the problem. Remember that, Mark? Remember that? So, okay, well, we did that. <laughs> and if you take your own off, that's a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> that didn't work. So we tried that. Well, we finally figured out what the problem is. So this comes up later. You know what the problem is, folks, to why the weather's changing? Is because after that, the reason it's because we don't have scrubbers on all the refineries, all the all the coal-fired power plants. We don't have scrubbers on them. We don't have scrubbers. That's what the country needs. More scrubbers, more rubbers. That's what we need. So we put scrubbers on everything. Everything. To control the carbon coming out of the stacks. We did it on every industry. We required it. This new, and don't forget, we, we started an EPA agency back then, too. And we put scrubbers on everything. Scrub-a-dub-dub. And we scrubbed everything. Mm-hmm. That didn't work. Hmm. Well, it's the mining and all that that's ruining everything. And then, what came after that? We need to reinvent the light bulb. What? We have to reinvent the light bulb. We have to eliminate these light bulbs that are contributing 
to the global warming because they're not energy efficient and they're using this and using that and using. So we did the light bulbs and everybody went to the light bulb. Then we started checking everybody's insulation in their homes. We don't have enough our insulation. We need to insulate blah, 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 blah. We're cutting down too damn many trees. Now we have so damn many trees. The forests are all burning out of control because we don't thin them down. So we quit cutting the trees down because they burn it all up. You know, they suck it in. If you took science, you know about plants turning this carbon into oxygen so we can use it and everything. So we quit cutting the tree. That didn't work. Now, now what do we need? Now we need solar and wind turbines to produce electricity to change the weather. So that's what we're doing now. Folks, we've been trying to change the gosh darn weather. And, and where are the changes? Where are the changes in the temperatures and everything since we've started this 40 years ago? They haven't occurred, have they? No, they haven't. And they won't occur. They won't occur. The Earth's going to continue. Just watch some programs some Saturday morning when you're home having coffee, like on the Smithsonian. I watch it all the time about the earth, about nature, about how the mountains and the rivers were formed and all of this that's been going on. A great point I made last week. Well, these, how come we're having these thousand year floods? Because it's been a thousand. <laughs> you dumbass. That's why it's been, oh, this is a 500 year fire. Well, you know why? It's been 500. Mm-hmm. If we have something that happens every thousand years, it's happened 4.6 million times mm-hmm. already, and it's going to keep happening. Well, you you just you can't you can't look at it that way. Okay, then I'll just sit on my tractor and you worry about it. I'll just try to get that freaking starter back in my truck because that's what I'm going to do. But electric cars now, folks, that's the answer, isn't it? This is the big one now. Electric cars. Have you ever seen a push? There's a push. Electric cars. And and this political party that has guaranteed us and told us about all the weather changes that were coming our way with all of the things that they have done over the last 50 years, we haven't seen. We haven't seen it, have we? Mm-mm. No. No. Show me some results. Oh, electric cars, Mark. That's what it is. California is going to change the world's weather by requiring electric vehicles now. That's not going to change it. It's not going to stop the oceans. It's not going to stop the hurricanes. None of that. Electric cars aren't going to do it, but they're going to control it. And uh, people are going to make billions of dollars from it. People all have their hands in the kettle. It's not going to change the weather. Is it going to change it? We've never been able to. We never will. You know, how how come rain? Rain is never mentioned in this whole thing with climate change, the oceans rise, the hurricanes, but nobody ever says anything about rain. Mm-hmm. So are we going to finally get rain in the deserts that it were formed millions of years ago? Are we finally going to get rain there? Look what global warming did to those areas, Mark. It turned them into deserts. Mm-hmm. Look what it did to the Arctic Circle and the Antarctica. Why, it froze that place. They're freezing their asses off up there. They're rubbing noses more now than they ever have. What? We, we never hear about those kind of changes. And the list goes on and on and on and on. Now they're going to mandate every American start driving electric cars. This is your government, you know. Why, maybe the FBI will get involved. Maybe they'll start raiding homes, people in California, see if they have, see if they have electric cars or not. Mm-hmm. They could do that. 
see if they use Roundup on a wild oak tree that was growing in their backyard. You do that, you get a $10,000 fine in California. And it makes changes in our weather. All of those things that they've implemented, folks, these are all having a great positive impact on our weather. None of them are. No. Not one of them are having an impact on our weather. And this won't either. No. Why don't they use an electric rocket? How are they going to blast Artemis off today? That ain't electricity. No. So, all kinds of stuff coming up today. We'll talk about say goodbye to August this week. Got Labor Day weekend coming up. It's going to be hot. Going to be 100 degrees again this weekend. Yeah. Um, it happens. It happens. Well, it only happens every 500 years. Well, we're due then. <laughs> then we're due. Then you're admitting. You're admitting through your own sciences this happens all the time. You're admitting through your own sciences this has happened 4.6 million times already in the history of this world and planet. And it's always the last big weekend. People are out there running around trying to get that last uh, camping trip in, all that kind of stuff. And it'll be busy. Um, Labor Day weekend's one of those weekends you want to avoid, if you ask me. Here, here. If you're going to one of those parks or lakes or something, because everybody is hey, packed I'm, in there i'm leaving work wednesday at nine i'm gonna get our camping spot <laughs> yeah I mean, they all pack in there and it's a wall-to-wall people up there you god try to get away there's more people there than in your neighborhood than when you oh, we're gonna get away for the weekend uh-huh. get away from what you know when you go to the mountains and traffic is a problem <laughs> that's like not good. no like fifth avenue in new york city in places you know mm-hmm. And I, I don't know what the numbers are. I mean, we do spots for Brett's RV, but I don't know how many RVs, campers, trailers have been po- sold the last 20 years. Oh, my gosh. But uh, they'll be all over. Well, but we've changed the weather with those. We've gone to lightweight aluminum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we get better mileage now. They're aerodynamic. Uh-huh. All of those kind of things that have changed the weather. Uh-huh. So good stuff. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Hudley. The Blue Cat, it's where it's at.